Hey there, angry faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not so pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen, open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Fable. Today on Nerd Sports 88, we're going to talk Ooh. about... We're going to talk about man versus horse marathon, and apparently the horse usually wins. That's a thing. They have Bo it. Bo Jackson beat a horse. Huh? Bo Jackson beat a horse Bo in Jack- a race. In a race? Mm-hmm. How? Even the miniature ponies piss me off because they run so fast. Look it up. There's a video out there. Bo Jackson actually beat a horse in a race. But they have some kind of horse marathon, and yes, the horses usually win. See, at first, I thought you said whore. I'm like, man versus whore. Okay. I mean, the whores always win. Well, whores are a different species anyways. I mean, unless you're talking about whores versus serial killers, but then they never win. That was okay. Anyways, <laughs> see what I did there. I so, went all dark. Uh, I went all psychos and sociopaths. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so our picks this week. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. And they were a shit this week. <laughs> yeah, they were dude. Such even a the, shit. Yeah, every every game that I looked up because I, I I did a little bit of research today. I was like, I wonder how good our picks did. It was like the Christmas this, this was the week of the upset. Again. This was this was the week that humbled your gracious host. Oh, and for those of you watching on video, you will notice that to my right, your left, we have live in studio, recorded before live studio audience. We have Colin. Say hi, Colin. <laughs> and uh next week chris should be on the show again he is he couldn't make it for he couldn't make it to uh fort worth for next week uh for this week he wanted to go too because i asked him i asked him i think i called talk to him friday or saturday yeah because i told him i gave you those tickets yeah and i i was like hey you want to go he's like Oh, dude, I I want to because I want to see uh Carrie again. I was like, oh okay, the chick that basically had you like kick me to the curb. No big deal. I mean, I'm not I'm not upset about that or anything. 
was upset. Nah, I wasn't upset. I was happy for him. I really was. Uh, but I mean, even a even a blind pig's got to find a find a truffle every now and then, right? Yeah, no. Uh, now on our picks this week, they every almost every one of no, them. No, we we will get into the travesty on post pick wrap up. I want to. Well, you know what? We'll go into it as we're hitting it. All I'm going to say is that angry faithful, ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys, girls, and everybody in between with those made up genders, hmm. be mindful that I'm. We here at Angry Me Production are rank amateurs. I do not get paid. Nobody on this show gets paid to make these picks, these predictions. ESPN is not beating down my door. The NFL Network, Barstool Sports, uh, DraftKings, nobody of that ilk is beating our doors down, begging us to come work for them because of our Notre Dame-like insight. That can being you, said... Can you like uh, turn up your mic a lot? Fine. Because I can Fine. barely hear you. Is it that the better? No. No? No? Yeah, that too. What about now? Is that better? Because I can hear myself just fine. Okay. Well. Can you not hear me? What about now? Yeah, I can hear you a little bit better, but are you also I will sit I will sit closer. I'll sit closer because you know when when somebody slouches back in their seat that usually shows either one a sign of indiscipline or be hubris and well i'm very humble this week i wish to god that my old soundboard still worked as well so i could play the crow sound because i'm telling you that was a gamey dish right there all right so that having been said we are going to dive into these so week 15 started off on a high note. Yeah. He said that the 49ers were going to go into Seattle and beat the, the, the sea slugs. And that's exactly what happened. 21 to 13. Then the Colts, the Colts put a charge of fear into us. I mean, they were like, I mean, the Colts come in there and they're like, fuck them timeouts. And they, they, they put up like 23 points in the first half or some shit. And then the Vikings happened. They they came back and they kicked a field goal um, to end regulation and won that game 39 to 36. So at least for now, we're undefeated in last week's picks. Oh, I'm wondering. Well, no, Chris sent me a... Uh, get that. No, no, no. I watched I forgot. It. I forgot Chris sent me a fo- video... TikTok wanted me to take a look at it. Of course, I. So you're just you're picking now to do that. No, it was the did Pittsburgh and the uh, uh, Panthers play this weekend? Yes, they did, and we will get into that. Again, you are jumping the gun. I'm not okay. jumping. I just found something like I'm you are like jumping the, the gun. Rock. You are getting ahead. I want to show you yeah, the okay. shiny rock. First. Tactically speaking, when you get out ahead of the main body, that's usually when you find yourself getting cut off, separated, and you're like a couple of eleven and tw- twelve year old boys playing Call of Duty 
war zone and you've got them screaming at each other over FaceTime because they're on opposite ends of the map and the guy that took off across the map is wondering why he doesn't have any fire support. I found a shiny rock. Okay. That that's so the Colts we picked to lose to the Vikings. We started off the week really well. Then we had the Ravens beating the Browns. Not only did the Ravens not beat the Browns, but they lost to the Browns 13 to 3. I don't know why you're signing that one. There's a lot of horrible ones out there. Hey, I'm getting there. Okay. All right, the only reason why I'm, you know, I mean, I've got I've, I've got my don't tread on me. I've got my Gadsden cup filled with Beyond Black, Black Rifle coffee. And I'm doing this to help me from crying, okay? Because, yes, I did talk to Chris after the show that night. And, well, actually, it was the next day. And, no, that was that night. And he was like, bro, can you not hear me again? I can't hear you. Seriously? Oh, damn it. All the fucking hell. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. You know what? No, it's okay. My- it's on your end? Yeah, for some it's reason. discount cables you'd be buying, homie. God. I am so... Get okay. you a braided microphone cable. I'm I'm probably going to have to get one of those. Okay, so I talked to Chris the night uh, that we shot the show, so last Tuesday, and apparently you had sent him the pics, and he was like, what the fuck? You know, and I was like, man, you know, hey... No, said, it's on uh, Facebook. Need I remind you that I picked the Lions? And he goes, dude, dude, one pick does not make you a god. And I was like, no, I understand <laughs> that. I said, I said, I yeah, truly, I got lucky on that one, but I had a gut feeling. And he was like, I'm going to laugh if these picks blow up in your face. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm prepared to hear the lehi ha ha leho ho. I'm I'm ready from that. I'm I'm ready for that. So the 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 Ravens let us down. And yeah, that happened. All right. So moving on, we had the Bills beating the Dolphins. That happened 32 to 29. Thank you, Josh Allen. Thank you, Buffalo. And thank you, Bills Mafia. Okay. Next, we had the Falcons over the, over the Saints. That one almost happened. The Falcons dropped that game 18 to 21. We're moving on. Oh, I had the Panthers beating the Steelers. This is one of the picks that Chris questioned my sanity and my manhood over. And, um, you know, it's like that scene from the Benchwarmers when they bring that grown-ass man in and he's got his birth certificate and it says, I am 12. Um, Which that actually technically happened again this, this year. Well, no, that kid has had facial hair since he's been eight. What about the tattoos? Dude, look where he lives. No, you know what? I'm going to retract that because that sounds incredibly insensitive and racial, and it's neither. But, I mean, his birth certificate is authenticated and everything, man. Anyways, digressing. I mean, you can't fake that, right? I need you to do me a huge favor. Bring that here. We're going to take a time out for a second. Okay, but I'm not, I'm not going to take any. I'm going to show. I, okay, okay. 
All right, so the girls have been in the kitchen for the last few days making Christmas goodies. This is uh, it's called Christmas hey. crack. Yeah, I know. No? I've I've seen that. Oh, this is just peppermint bark. Yeah. Yeah. If you want diabetes, come to my house. Apparently, shit. Yeah. Okay. Wilford Brumley is going to be beating our door down two days after Christmas trying to sell us Liberty Medical Diabetes Supplement Supplies. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to make car uh, caramel corn tomorrow. Okay. If, for, those of, for, for those of you who wonder why I wear a 38-inch waist belt, I live with two women who, who know how to cook. Yeah. So there's that. Have you ever heard this anyway. weird thing called self-control? I, I know. I know it's kind of weird. Look, that would be like telling you not to jerk off three times a day. That's a slow day, though. See? Self-control. Homie moderation. That is self-control. Anyway. That is moderation for me. So, so we had the Panthers beating the Steelers. That didn't happen. So, Chris, you were right. Okay. We get Dude, it. that game was fucking pat yourself, help, pat yourself on the back, but don't do it too hard because you're just hairy enough where you might start a fire. Um, then we had the Eagles over the Bears. That was a no-brainer. The Eagles got us back in the win column. We had the Chiefs over the Texans. That one happened 30-24. to 24. <sighs> Then we had our lock pick of the, of the week. Now, to preface this, the Cowboys last week had the triple A gold pick of the week to beat the Houston Texans, right? The Cowboys almost fucked around too much and found out. Luckily, they were able to pull it out, but they not so much this week. Dak Prescott throws a pick six. Yes, your, your very long table runner finally came in. Um, Dak Prescott throws a pick six at the end of the game and the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Dallas Cowboys in regulation I'm sitting there going you were tied you were tied you could have just ran the ball but no you could have taken it to overtime you could have been okay but Dak went Dak and somehow forgot that he's making millions of dollars to throw a football, right? Mm. I mean, I mean, there are to, to, to his credit, the receiver caught it, it hit him in the hands. This is not necessarily on Dak. I blame the receiver for not hanging on to the ball. But we're going to move on now. I've been getting kind of ballsy the last couple of weeks, and I've been picking the Lions to win, right? Mm-hmm. I picked the Lions to beat the Jets, and by God, that's what happened. 20 to 17, the Lions go into the Meadowlands and beat the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Who would have thought? Who would have seen? Who could have foretold? I'm looking at you, Notre Dameus. Nostradamus. That the Lions at this point in the season would have a 500 record. They are now officially seven and seven. And dare I say that the 
mathematically, the Detroit Lions are still in the playoff picture for the A or for, for the NFC. Yeah. That's what surprises me. Okay. Now moving and and, and I'll and I'll get to the get I'll come back to the Cowboys in just a second. Because the Cowboys needed to win that game to clinch a playoff spot, right? Or if they would have lost, they didn't need help. Okay. So we picked the Cardinals to beat the Donkeys. Well, the Donkeys won 24 to 15. Now, this does not mean that the Denver Donkeys are going to re-earn their official moniker on this show because I'm not sold on Russ Danger Wilson because, you know, I mean, calling him Danger Wilson sounds like a Disney superhero. It's like, you know, I am the terror that flaps in the night. You know, I am Darkwing Duck. I mean, that's how ridiculous he sounds. Yeah. Somebody cue up. Oh, what was his ex-wife's name? Uh, the rapper uh, Fortune, something like that. Yeah, somebody play her song in the background. You know, hack his playlist and start pumping that music in there. I'm telling you, I promise you, <laughs> it's going to work. Okay, moving on. You okay, my guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, because when you do that, it's really loud because I've got the microphone way up high. Anyway. So we picked the Patriots to beat the Raiders, and it could have happened. They were going to go to overtime. Mac Jones throws the ball. No, they run They run the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Then they start trying to lateral it around. Well, the Raiders picked it up and ran it back for a touchdown at the end of the game. So yeah, that kudos was, to Raiders Nation. Kudos. That was, hey, that was great. awesome. You beat the Patriots finally. Unfortunately, Tom Brady wasn't the quarterback, so it doesn't really count as a victory against the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. I know. If 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 my old buddy Chip Wilson ever listens to our show and he hears me say that, he's gonna be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was so pissed. Okay. And then we had the Titans over. Uh, yeah, we had the Titans over the Chargers. Chargers pulled it out 17 to 14. Then I had the Bengals over the Buccaneers. I was right. Bengals beat the Buccaneers 34 to 23. Now, for those of you who, losing it the last couple of games. Yeah, let me let me let me elaborate on that. So for those of you who have been listening or watching the show for the last few weeks, I've been kind of on this whole Brady post divorce train right picking brady to win get back in his winning ways because he's got nothing else better to do now right the writing is on the wall tom brady will not be a tampa bay buccaneer next year there are rumors that he may end up going to san francisco or the news dropped later or earlier this week um Yesterday, as a matter of fact, that he has a scheduled meeting set up to go talk to Bill Belichick to potentially re-sign for his, what would be his last year in the NFL as a member of the New England Patriots to end it where it all started. That would be kind of fitting. I, was kind of, I, I mean, was, it would be nice to see, but yeah, you got to kind of worry nice, about the future and the career of Mac Jones. Now, is Mac Jones 
going to take a back seat to Tom Brady, kind of learn under his tutelage for one full season before he finally takes over the reins officially. We don't know. We'll find out. Um, then, what was that? Was that you or was that the chair? Hmm? Never mind. Okay. Then I had the commanders picked to beat the Giants. Now, reason why I say that is because the Giants hadn't been playing very good football. Now, to come back to the Cowboys, I said they needed either win or if they lost, they needed help. Now, the help that they needed in this particular scenario was they needed the Giants to beat the uh, the Commanders, right? Well, mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened at FedEx Field in Washington. Um the Giants go in there 20 to 12 and beat the Washington uh, District of Columbia. Okay. They beat the District of Columbia Commanders. Um, and yes, I know everybody. If you're new listening to the show, I know that not the District of Columbia Commanders. I know it's the Washington Commanders. Get with the David program, sit down, and be quiet. Okay. David I do that specifically help. for David's benefit because why well the washington commanders and their pr department and their merchandising department for whatever reason had the hugest of snafus at the beginning of the year and they released coffee cups with the little commander's logo superimposed over the outline of washington state you do the math well how long as i thought it was washington state (laughs) Uh... yeah then you know, then we had the Rams picking to beat the the Packers. And the reason why I chose that was because Baker Mayfield getting his first full start as a member of the Rams and gets Darren Rodgers and the Ray and, and the Packers. You were though the Packers prevailed in that one 24 to 12. You were so like this week we didn't do so good. Now there were several teams that clinched playoff spots, several teams that clinched division titles uh this past week. Um, so thank you to the commanders. Uh, for helping the Cowboys get to the postseason, but um, I hate to say this, but last week you were like Dalton on the Packers, saying they were going to lose like horribly. And the way that they've been playing, I should have been proven right. Yeah. But again, uh, this is an in, any given Sunday kind of a situation. It's just like during the regular season of baseball. You know, it it. it you play 162 games or in the NFL's case, you play 18 games for a reason, 17 games for a reason. Right. So there it is. Um, So I'm going to take all of our picks that are sometimes good and sometimes that are shit. Right. And sometimes it's maybe good. Sometimes it's maybe shit. There you go. I don't know why that did that, but okay. Hey, um, you know, I mean, there's crazy things going on. There's a freeze warning going on for most of the state of Texas, a freeze watch. Let's put it that way. Windshield warnings. And it's Christmas. So, you know, hey, there's that. Um, you didn't put up the pics yet, have you? No, I didn't. I just I just wiped out week 15. We're going to take a look at week 16. And we're about to break into that. So, having that been said... We've got Thursday night's game, the 22nd. We've got the Jaguars playing the Jets in the Meadowlands. I think that the Jaguars are going to come in on a high, and uh, I'm taking the Jags over the Jets on this one. Just because New York, the New York Jets are going to be the New York Jets, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, now this one, not really all that sure about. We've got the Falcons and the Ravens. Um, I mean, I honestly don't know. So I'm just going to kind of throw this one on the wall and see which, you know, lump of shit crawls down at first. And um, you know what? I'm going to do even better than that. We're going to go... I'm going to get scientific about it here. Do, 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 do. We're going to let Perry the Platypus decide. Okay? It's going to be heads. Perry, Perry the Platypus, if he lands heads up, we're going to take the Falcons. If he lands anywhere but heads up, we're going to take the Ravens. Okay? Oh, damn. He fell. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Perry the Platypus officially, I've got a witness, landed heads up. So we're going to take the Falcons on this one. Okay, moving on. Well, I understand that, but neither one of those teams are going to go to the playoffs this year. So that's really kind of a meaningless game other than the fact that, you know, you got guys with contract incentives to hit certain amount of tackles, certain amount of sacks, certain amount of touchdowns, certain amount of yardage, you know, yardage for wide receivers after the catch kind of a deal. But anyway, then we've got the Lions, the seven and seven Lions going into Carolina to play the Panthers. David, would you like to guess which way I'm going to go with this one? No. And not because you're watching the notepad. Uh, I, I just like the seriously dogs. Uh, really? Yeah. You think the Lions actually have a chance with the Panthers? Yeah, I do. The Lions have been playing really good football for the last few weeks. I told you, man, the members of the Detroit Lions are starting to believe that they actually belong in the NFL, and they're starting to play that way. Just because you got a little bit of hope through like the last couple of times? No, no, no. They've got Jared Goff under center, okay? Yes, he was hitting a little bit of a, a slump there, but – He's figured it out. He's back to the form that he was in when he was in L.A. before, um, you know, the head coach gave up on him and brought Matthew Stafford in for a flash in the pan, pull a, you know, pull a rabbit out of your ass kind of, that, you know, magic act last, last year. You see which direction Matt Stafford's going. He's not even starting. Okay. It's the reason why they brought in Baker Mayfield. Okay. Matt, uh, Jared Goff. He's got this team clicking, man. I mean, they've figured something out. All right. So I'm taking the Lions over the Panthers on this one. Um, next, we've got the Bills at Chicago. I'm going to go with the Bills over uh, on this because the Bears are trending the wrong way. I don't see I don't see Justin Fields taking this team and turning it around until they get some you know better personnel in place. 
I, yeah, I haven't really seen, I haven't seen the light of uh, Bears for a while. Uh, I just hope that next year they get a good defense. They have a, you know, I mean, traditionally that's what the, that, I mean, that's been, yeah, the, yeah. Traditionally, one of the high, high, you know, one of the highlights for the Bears has been their defense. I mean, that's what it won, what, what won them the Super Bowl that, you know, that, that they had, you know, McMahon is the, their quarterback in, in 85, but can you sit still for me there? Guy? Okay. Um, next up, we've got the Saints at the Browns. Um, <laughs> You know, we know what, just for shits and giggles, I want to put the the jinx on the city of Cleveland. We're going to pick the Browns over the Saints. Only because you don't want to see them to win. You got to type that in there just because I don't want to see the Browns win. Or we're we're hoping for the best for the. (laughs) That's. That's horrible. Oh, I finally got a. Her what? You what? Reverse psychology move for her here. No. Okay, there. Yeah. Reverse. No, uh, just uh hopefully that he comes on the show tomorrow or he messes me at some point in time. Uh I did get some uh drag up coffee. I got the Texas pecan whole bean. And if you smell it, it smells like pumpkin uh pecan pie. It's it's okay. one of those flavored coffees. I wanted yeah. to try it well, out. I, I remembered that my wife a few months back had bought one of those K-Cup, you know, reusable filters. Mm-hmm. So I ground up my entire bag of Kodiak Killer. Really? You know, of Kodiak? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I ground up the whole bag. They, I got I got that and operator and whole bean, right? So I grind up the Kodiak, and I just take what I need at that time, throw it in the K-cup filter, close the lid, stick it in the in the coffee maker, and hit brew. Dude, it comes out great. From what from what he said, that they're, they're actually starting to get rid of the K-cups. K-cups haven't been really that popular here. here Dude, they're selling like crazy out here at the walmart yeah i don't know maybe it was just him but now um moving on from cleveland we're gonna move to um arrowhead stadium where the seahawks are gonna visit the chiefs we're gonna take the chiefs over the seahawks yeah That's all we've got to say about that. Next, we've got the uh, the Vikings over the Giants. I think this is going to be the week where the Giants get eliminated from playoff contention. Mm. And then we've got the Bengals at the Patriots. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals on that one just because. I like the Bengals. The uh, yeah. they they proved themselves last year, and they're they're getting up there. They really didn't have that much uh, big changes for this uh, for this year. 
So. Yeah. And I think that this uh, coming week when the, when Houston comes into Nashville to play the Titans, um, you know, it's the Texans versus the old Houston Oilers. Um, Titans are going to pull that one out. And I think this is going to be the nail in the coffin for Levy Smith as head coach of the Houston Texans. They're going to let him finish out the season. Maybe. And how's uh, he been on the outs? Dude, his team is like one ten and fucking one. No, 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 no. Has he personally been on the outs? Because I know like two or three years ago, I mean, that's two or three years ago. He was doing good, and then this happened. Well, okay, so he did great as the head coach of the Bears that year that he took them back to the Super Bowl. But oh, just keep it going. Was, just keep it going. Yeah. So I mean, he, he was doing great, right? But then he just completely fell apart in the Super Bowl. But this year, I, I'm just like, man, you know, I don't know. I mean, the Texans have come on strong always in the second half, and it's been too little, too late, and. You know, it's 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 a lot like uh, it's kind of like an unfaithful ex. You know, they like they realize that they're hitting rock bottom, and you're out there living your best life, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they want to play nice, and it's just too little, too late, right? It's kind of one of those tales. Um, yeah, I know what you mean on that one. So then, then we're going to move back out to San Francisco where the Niners are going to take on the District of Columbia Commanders. Again, if you haven't been listening to the show, yes, I know what they're actually called. Keep with the program, do some history, go back and listen to some previous episodes and you'll understand why. Um, we're going to take the Niners over the Commanders on that one. And then, yeah, you know, I hate to say this. I really do hate to say this. We've got the Eagles coming to Dallas. Eagles might beat them up think, pretty good. I think it's going to be the Eagles. Yeah. I think it's going to be the Eagles over the Cowboys. And, you know, and I, I hate to say that, man. I really do. But, you know, just, I mean, yeah, I know that the Cowboys have had the highest scoring offense for the past month. But, you know, I, I just, I don't see them. And, and I want to be wrong. I want to take an L on this pick. But I just, I don't see it happening. Not, not with. Not with the Eagles. Not with the Eagles and and not with, you know, usually after a shit, shitty, you know, bonehead loss like the like the Cowboys had this past Sunday. They they usually go through this whole week to a week and a half of woe is me, you know, and it's like, OK, who are we going to point the finger at? And the team just goes out flat the next week. You know, I mean, I want the Cowboys to show up to work, you know, I want them to have showed up to work on Monday looking at this game on the schedule learning the schemes where's the where's the uh, where's the know, game going to be at what where's the game going to be at it's going to be at AT&T it's going to be in Arlington yeah cuz i think i think JT said he's going to be there be that as it may i mean i want again i want to be wrong on this pick i really do but i think that the eagles just have too much momentum and you know the only way that dallas can I mean, Dallas isn't going to get the division. They're not going to wrestle the division away from from Philadelphia. They're just not going to do it. Um, yeah. 
the last time that Dallas had a playoff win was against Philadelphia, and that was because they had to play Philadelphia in like the first round or something like that of the playoffs, and Dallas beat them three times that year. I mean, that almost never happens. Um, I just, I just, I don't know, man. Um, again, I have all the faith and confidence in the fact that the Cowboys might be able to pull it off, but I just, I don't see it trending that way. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that as somebody who follows the Cowboys, we got to suffer through yet another week of, of Stephen A. Smith putting his swollen, dumb looking face on, on every social media platform, laughing at Cowboys nation. And it's like, dude, how sad of a life do you have? I mean, well, at like, least it's not not as I mean, bad. We, as we need to have Stephen A. Smith on the show so he can point on Bad Touch Bob and show us where the bad cowboy fan touched him. Well, it's not as bad as Muhammad Ali's. Uh, uh, forgot which one he was fighting that he did that to. Joe Frazier, or it was George, Joe Frazier or George Foreman. I think it was Joe Frazier. It wasn't George Foreman. I think it was Joe Frazier because Joe Frazier. Yeah, one Joe of Frazier, them pulled yeah. out a gun and almost shot Muhammad Ali. Yeah. So then we're going to move from AT&T Stadium. We're going to go out to Pittsburgh to, to the uh, Arkrizier Stadium. I don't even know what that is, but that's the, the new name for, for the old Heinz Field out in Philadelphia, uh, Pittsburgh. Um, we've got the Raiders coming to town to play the Steelers. Don't really care about this game. I really don't. Um, I think Raiders might get it. Not Raiders, but Pittsburgh might get it. Yeah. Now, bear in mind that with the exception of the Sunday game or the Thursday night game, every every team up to this point that I've mentioned, they're all playing on Saturday Yeah, because it's Christmas Eve. And now, there are going to be – uh, three games on Christmas Day. So, but we're going to get into those in just a second. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think we'll take the Steelers over the Raiders. Maybe. Nah, you know what? No, I'm going to go back the other way. Not writers, raiders, dumb. I can type. Now they got a speaking spell, right? Okay. So now we've got the first of three Sunday games, which is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, everybody, you filthy animals. Um, you need to find that sound bite like fast. And played at the end of the show. <laughs> oh. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Um, we've got the Packers going to Miami. Um, I'll take the Packers on this one, man. I really am. What the hell is that? Pornhub is not where I need you to look. It's YouTube, buddy. Oh, he's telling me to hold on. So he must be looking at midget training porn or something. 
Okay, I was just wondering what the fuck that was. I I, I was picking the stuff up and I was looking at it and I'm like, what the hell is it? It's just like little little thing in a snow globe. I was like, what what is this? Yeah, okay. Okay. Then we've got the donkeys going to Los Angeles for Christmas Day to play uh Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Um I'm, you know, I'm just gonna be stubborn on this one. I'm gonna take the Rams over the donkeys. And then we've got the Buccaneers going to to Arizona to play Colt McCoy in the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to take the Bucks on this one. I really am. And then our last game of the week is going to be Monday night. It's going to be the Chargers at the Colts. Um, <laughs> it's just, oh my God. You know what? Screw it. Let's take the Colts over the Chargers. I didn't know Tim Curry was in the second one. Yeah, he was the concierge. Yeah. Just one of those things that is just like, oh, yeah. okay. All right, so to recap our picks, and hopefully what it amounts to is a rebound week for us, we've got the Jags over the Jets on Thursday night. Then Saturday, the 24th, Christmas Eve to you heathens, is going to be Falcons over the Ravens, Lions over the Panthers, Bears over the uh, Bills over the Bears. We've got the Browns going over the Saints, and that's a reverse psychology move here, folks. Uh, so we've got that there. I need to put the disclaimer in on the Eagles game versus the Cowboys. So let me do that real quick. Um, all right, so we're going to do that. Um, we've got the Chiefs over the Seahawks. We've got the Vikings over the Giants. Bengals over the Patriots. Titans over the Texans, Niners over the commanders of the District of Columbia. Uh, we've got the Eagles over the Cowboys. I want to be wrong here, folks, but that's the way we're going. Um, got the Raiders over the Steelers, Packers over the Fish, Rams over the Donkeys, Bucks over the Cards, and Colts over the Chargers. So there they are. There are your picks for week, uh, week 16. <laughs> So we're coming down to the end of the regular season. Playoffs are going to be ramping up. Dallas is going to be one and done again. You're going to hear everybody. I mean, this is the part of the season whenever you start hearing people say, we them boys, but then that chant gets a little bit quieter. And then when we get to the first round of the playoffs, David can't hear me right now. No, I can. I'm just okay. looking at the soundboard and it's looking weird. Okay. So, but, you know, this is the part of the season when, you know, the Weedem boys chants get a little bit lower. And then when the playoffs come around and the Cowboys choke in the playoffs and it's just, you know, it's a whole thing. And it's like we either got screwed or next year's going to be our year. We're going to the Super Bowl, baby. All that crap. Anyways, those are our picks for the week. Um not a whole lot of sports news to go over. Um, Brittany Griner is coming back to the WNBA. Um, I say he because, let's face it, dude's a man. Come on now. You might not be wrong on that one. No, but no, just not wrong. Um, I mean, there's a reason why Brittany Griner is the only dude in the WNBA that can actually dunk the ball. Is that true? Pretty sure. Anyway, so he's going back to play in the Phoenix. Um, 
don't ask me what the Phoenix name is out there for the WNBA because, like a lot of people in this country, nobody cares. I'm um, not even gonna look it up just to prove to just to help you out. I there. mean, because nobody, I mean, uh, we're gonna help what the three fans. You know, the only reason why they got that third fan is only because you know they were watching the news. It's like, oh, I want to see how this ends up, and that fan would be gone after they watches one game. So. If if they there make it past the first quarter, but yeah, um, all that aside, um, we here at Angry Sports, and I think I very confidently speak on behalf of both you and Chris when I oh, say free Paul Whelan first. Yeah, yeah. Bring Paul Whelan home. Then we can sit down and we can start talking about ways as to how to make the WNBA relevant for the first time in their 20 plus year history. And uh, whether or not we actually pay to go see Brittany Griner dominate over, uh, over women as, you know, as the man that he's been his entire life. But um, all that aside, bring Paul Whelan home. Yeah. That was, that was a shitty, shitty uh, trade. Absolutely. Sometimes I mean, I've been I've been biting my tongue. Shit. Well, in the case of the Biden administration, it's always shit. You know, and I've done very I well. I mean, look at the and, idiot and, they have walking around with the goddamn fucking football. I've done very well to try to keep politics out of the show. I really have. <laughs> eh, as far as the sports show is related. Have I? Have I done a really bad job of it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then let me go ahead and finish pushing everything off the table and to prove to flat earthers again why the earth isn't not flat because if it was flat then cats would knock everything off the edge of the fucking planet. But when I say that everything that the Biden administration has done has been absolute shit, would you please quit kicking the table? Okay. Nothing that they've done has made any sense. I mean, he's either being pulled in six different directions. He's got a hand up his, you know, dementia, dementia ridden, butt, controlling him like a puppet. He's walking around, walking away from his security detail. He's shaking hands with people who aren't there. He's spouting off at the mouth things that make absolute no sense in any kind of language on any planet in this universe. Because why? Well, the guy is a bumbling idiot. He's never had a private job in his life. He's always served in the public sector. He's always been a bumbling idiot. There's a reason why they don't like him at the CIA, and that is because a number, a majority, uh, no, not a majority, a good number of the stars on that wall at Langley are directly related to the fact that Biden, as a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, refused and absolutely had no ability to keep his mouth shut. And yet he's going to go and he's going to trade a known international arms dealer who was proven to have supplied both sides of the Libyan civil war with weapons. They're going to trade him back to Russia. And by the way, Russia gave him a job. No shit. The Russian really? government gave him a job. And what do we do? We get an LGBTQ cross-dressing man who plays in the WNBA who broke a law in a country that he knew was a law 
He plays basketball over there during the offseason. Tell me that he didn't know. Well, if I bring marijuana in, if I, if I do that wrong thing, yeah, it's a wrong thing. Good Lord. Now, if I remember correctly, he comes from the University of Baylor. That university should be hanging its head in shame that it pulled, it pumps something out like that. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trading a publicity stunt something to appease the alphabet gang, the rainbow flag waving crowd. This is nothing more than even the they, even to they, buy their what's, votes. What's really sad is even they are upset about that trade. They're like, yeah. wait a minute, what were you what were you thinking? Seriously, we didn't we didn't like that bitch that much. You, you know, and, and I'm, you literally, I'm, like, I'm blown away. The left and their talking pieces and they're regurgitating sheep are all over Twitter, all over Facebook, all over TikTok, every social media out there. May not be on TikTok. Joe Biden, like he was descended upon high on himself, going, Thou shalt make this happen. No, he didn't make that happen. You know, to say that Joe Biden had anything to do with that. Other than getting out there and saying that his his administration is responsible for it, is like saying that Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul didn't invite that gay pro or that male prostitute into his house. Things got out of hand and a hammer got involved, and suddenly the camera footage disappeared. Hmm. Can we say Epstein esque? I mean, come on, it's a little coincidental that camera malfunctions happen when it relates to Democrats and their behind the scenes activities. Yeah, I'm just kind of putting that out there. I mean, it's bad. It's it's pretty funny. I saw Carlson Tucker the other night was talking about there was a Michael Jackson sighting on TV. We're not talking about <laughs> file footage, and then he plays it, and it's Nancy Pelosi with her eyebrows way up here. I swear to God, if you squint, it's mint, right? Yeah, just like Michael Jackson. And if you put a little kid next to her too, it would be mint. Hey, even better, get a chimpanzee and name it Bubbles. There you go. Okay. But we're going to move on to a lighter, more robustly funny part of the show. This is me stepping off of that soapbox. Are you ready for a live intro? He needs to hurry his butt up. I swear. All right. Anyways, Boy, let's talk about that. Uh, this, intros, this intro. Well, he needs to hurry up. And the dogs are going crazy, everybody. Well, let's go off the dogs of. Are going uh, crazy because they even, even they smell the bullshit that's been going on in this country. Well, let's go after uh, the Steelers Cardinals game to where they had a. What was it? I'm trying to figure this out. Hold on. What did he say? No. He's what? Oh, okay. Well, bully on him. Okay. So getting back on the script, I know that we've probably lost 75% of our viewership or listenership during that little tirade. So for those of you who are keeping score at home, you can come back now. The bad man has stopped talking. All right. So here we go. From a land six and a half hours away. 
comes this genetic code, the offspring of yours truly, here, live, in studio, to save the day, to bring the sinking ship back to port. The man, nay, the teen, the myth, the clumsy legend. Do you see his face? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just think. You're Ladies and gentlemen, I bring both to countries. you our weekly ritual. The time that you have all come to know and love. It's joke time with Colin. Now, forward, into the camera, speak into the microphones, and tell your jokes. Why is Santa Claus so jolly? Why? Because he knows where all the naughty girls live. <laughs> Joke one. Hashtag only elves. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Why doesn't Santa have any kids? Why? Because he only comes once a year and it's down the chimney. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! So, <laughs> oh no, that, that's not all. He's got like five jokes this week. Okay, go. What's a lesbian's favorite type of gun? A finger gun. <laughs> okay, that one was good. <laughs> you see, my other ones weren't good. <laughs> no, that keep one. it going. Keep, keep it going. going. Keep going. Keep going. What's the difference between a drug dealer uh, and a hooker? You can wash a hooker and resell. Uh, uh, you can wash a hooker's crack and resell it. He's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> you're a lion, but you're not wrong. Um. What do you call a virgin on a water? A cherry float. Oh. Oh. That was good. Oh. Damn. Damn. Is that it? Do you have any more? No, that was it. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the rare appearance, the Christmas edition of Joke Time with Colin was brought to you live, recorded in front of a studio audience. <laughs> oh All Dude, right. I'm done. <laughs> Anyways, oh there was actually some bad news on the Cardinals' uh Pittsburgh game. Uh, Marcus Allen did get it. I watched this. Uh, you mean Kyler Murray? No, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen doesn't play football anymore. Motherfucker. God, never mind then. Marcus Allen used to be a running back. He played for the Steelers for special teams. Okay, so this is it. Hold on. That's why. 
Hold on. Marcus Allen. Yeah, that happened this Oh, thank God. Marcus Allen got a, a penalty after sneaking in uh, to the pencil, uh, Panthers huddle. A penalty, not a felony. Yeah. But he bro he was in the huddle like uh basically uh uh unsportsman conduct and everything. But yeah. You know what? It, it, and and to be to be honest, if all he got was an unsportsmanlike penalty for sneaking into the huddle during a game, then hey, you know what? That's a baller ass move and it's worth the fifteen yards. Yeah. And the first down. That's what it was. I mean, most most I mean most personal fouls like that where it's an unsportsmanlike and most 15 yards. Um, I mean, most of them result in an automatic first down anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I kind of wanted to get into that bill that the Democrats snuck through that uh, reversed um the uh trump uh, executive order allowing uh service academy athletes to go pro what appears to see a congressional bill was passed last week that posed you know to hinder athletes from military academies um andre carter the second uh linebacker from from the army um, he's projected to go as high as number 22 overall in the first round okay. hmm. um but there now for those of you who remember Donald Trump signed a, an executive order allowing those those service academy athletes to um you know postpone their service commitment if they get drafted right if they yeah. go pro now there there's been language, but the language concerning the policy was altered in a new provision that was submitted earlier this week. Um, uh, Carter and other upperclassmen, uh, service academy athletes, will not have to perform their mandatory two years of active duty service immediately after graduation. Because um, the, the rule is they have to do two years because they can go for free to these service academies if they earn their commission. They do their two years active, and then it's like five years in act, uh, individual uh, ready reserve, right? Yeah. But um, but language in the omnibus or omnibus appropriations bill posted to the U.S. Senate Committee on, uh, on Appropriations website on Tuesday, grand the grandfathers all athletes enrolled prior to June first, twenty twenty one into the uh, former uh, former bill, right? The, the executive order. Um, now, under the new wording, those candidates, including Carter, can apply for a waiver that allows them to go pro immediately. Now, Carter, he's an edge rusher from Army and possibly a top 50 pick in the 23, uh, 2023 NFL draft. Um, he's figured to be among the people most affected by the new bill. Now, he's already accepted an invitation to the Reese's Senior Bowl and projects to be the Black Knight's highest pick in the common draft era, which began in 67. Um, 
he finished his college career football with 20 sacks, two interceptions, five forced fumbles, and two blocked kicks. So, um, I mean, if, if he goes first round, dude, that'll be the first time that the Army has had a first-round draft pick since the 40s. But um, there was surprise and, and, and outrage uh, among uh, in military athletics departments uh, when Congress passed its annual defense budget bill that prevented depart- a deferment of service. Because, um, I mean, former President Trump signed that bill or signed that executive order in 2019. But uh, um, They were trying now, to figure out workarounds so they didn't have to uh... – uh, cancel that one and look like an asshole. I think at this point there's just saving face. Yeah, because the executive orders, the only thing that, that that stops them from canceling that entirely is the basic fact. Because I mean, how many how many executive orders did uh Biden as soon as he gets in the office he just removes like forty eight? Yeah, it was like forty-eight I mean, basically executive orders that had Donald Trump's name attached to it by almost almost everything, and it was just simply out of complete malice. That is all yeah. it was. I mean, they're just mad that an outsider got elected president. Yeah. Pure, plain and simple. But um, yeah, the pushback against the provision of the defense bill, uh, uh, defense budget bill passed last week, created momentum for an altered language version of it in the appropriations measure. Um, it could be passed by Congress and sent to the desk uh, of the president, the president uh, to be signed uh, later, um, not this week, but maybe towards the first part of the year uh, next year. But, um, you know, he's going to have to get I, a lot I hope of that political... they make that right. I really do. I really hope that they make that right, because it's. You know, it, it's one of those situations where you're just like, you know, I, I, I get that these guys go to these these schools and they get a free ride based on their academics and, and, and whatever, you know, going into the service kind of a situation. But, you know, I mean, it's like now, I mean, you've got, depending on how this plays out, you've got a lot of athletes from Navy who are talking about entering the, the, the transfer portal. But the trick is, is that once you get to, um, I think your, your junior year and you have to sign that commitment, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't graduate after your junior year, you have to pay back all that tuition. Yeah. And service. But here, here's the thing with that. Here's the thing with that. Now I can tell you exactly what's going to, probably happen is they're going to transfer out the college that they go to is going to pay the back that tuition as part of the well, see, no that's why they can't do that because that's basically that, that that's breaking that's that's violating the ncaa recruitment uh, recruitment rules it, it, it i can it guarantee you they're going to come up listen, with some kind of workaround NCAAs or athletes have to have an amateur status. That is why a lot of these colleges, especially basketball programs, got into a ton of trouble because they were going out to these inner cities and they were recruiting players from these from these inner city high schools and telling them, hey, look, you know, we'll put your family in an apartment. We'll get you guys out of the projects. We'll give you a job, you know, and, and they were paying these athletes under the table to come play for their programs. And as soon as the NCAA found out about it, they dropped the hammer on them. 
if, if a college says, hey, look, if you come to our school through the portal, we'll pay your tuition. That's the same thing as saying, hey, we're going to pay you for your services. And they can't do that in the NCAA ranks. They can make up a grant. It's still considered because here's, here's that's that not considered. No, no, no. That, here's that the slippery one slope loophole. that you're that, no, because even if it's considered a grant, you're getting that as free money, right? You know, okay. so okay. The it, thing it, about it, a grant, the thing about a grant. I know you don't have to pay it back. I I know I'm fixing to start school next month, but yeah, you know the the, the thing of it is is that as an as an as a collegiate amateur athlete if even if he gets a grant from the school that he goes to they're going to say okay we're going to give you this grant use that grant however you seem fit knowing that he's going to use it to pay off the service academy right mhm that's still money that he didn't have going into it so the IRS could even come after him at that point mhm yeah they could because it's a charitable it, or it's donation. either that or it's either that or, or they find some grants are considered money. charitable donations no matter what they're still considered charitable donations yeah but then here here on the devil advocate side of it university gets involved and they they give him that grant charitable donation use it to pay off the service academy he goes out first year in their program blows his ACL and ends his football career. That's almost every uh but every high school that kid that knees, the, the regular athletes that are blowing their knees on scholarships or that are paying their way. The school didn't invest in them. Those scholarships that those those that those players are, are on a lot of times don't come directly from those universities. They come from scholarship programs. Yeah. But if the, if the university that this athlete goes to says, hey, we're going to give you a grant if you come here. Or uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, they're going to find a, uh, a workaround because I'm already thinking about several other workarounds that we they could do. And hey, you know what? That's those fine. Players. And if they do and they find a way to play outside the law without breaking it, great. But just guarantee this. The NCAA will come in right after them. Oh, say, yeah, for sure. Like, it's just like NASCAR. No, listen. It's just like NASCAR. You get a team that comes out there with a piece of tech or a piece of equipment that didn't violate the rules but didn't follow the rule. It's in that gray area. And they kill the competition that weekend, right? Mm-hmm. NASCAR comes in and says, all right, so case in point, I think it was 1998, I think, if I remember correctly, Jeff Gordon comes to the all-star race with the famous T-Rex car. It was, it was, it was his red number 24 DuPont um, Monte Carlo Chevrolet that had the um, T-Rex from uh, Jurassic Park on the hood because they were advertising Jurassic Park as a special, special paint scheme that year, right? Mm-hmm. It came with a shock package and an arrow package that didn't violate the rules, but didn't adhere to them at the same time. That entire car was a gray area car. They absolutely leveled the competition that year, leveled it, right? NASCAR didn't ding them anything, said you can keep the win, 
But then they went to the Hendrick Motorsports team after that and said, never bring that car back to the track again. And the following week, everything that was on that car was then illegal, according to the rule book. The NCAA will do the same thing, and they will find a way to punish that particular university because they made them look bad. NCAA, I'm not, I'm not saying not, that you're wrong. They, they are not the most gracious of organizations whenever you figure out a loophole in their own rules. They have been known historically to go after universities or individuals, i.e. coaches and players, and say, you know what? You made us look bad because you figured out a way to get around the rules that we worked so hard to, to, to put into place. Oh, that's fine. You guys are, you know, you guys are bowl ineligible for like five years. You know, your program's now on, on probation. They're going to figure out a way to make that university look bad. Now, if the university figures out a way to get it done that one year, fine, great. But at that point, it all, all bets are off. The NCAA is going to come after them. I will guarantee you that. And I, I can guarantee you this right now. If they lose the, if they, if they don't go get to go to that bowl or anything like that, those players that are playing, they're still going to see that. The NFL, if, if if one of their players that are on that team, they're going to see that, and they're still going to hire them. You know, so it's, I, I, it's I'm not, not a talking loss. about the individual. Hey, listen, I'm most of the bulls, most of the bulls, I'm not going to. I'm not. Uh, the, I the get bulls? that. No, I get that. I'm not talking about the individual players. I'm talking about the institution that that particular student athlete goes to. If that if that university or, you know, that alumni program says, hey, look, we want you to come play for our school. We loved what you did at Navy, but we want you to come play over here for us. Come to us through the transfer portal. And then they sweeten the pot by saying, we'll give you a grant so you can pay off the service academy. I, the tuition. Right? Yeah. It's not going to they're not going to punish that player. No, they just they're going to punish the it. school. But here they'll punish the school. Now, how that's going to affect the school money because it doesn't matter if your football program qualifies for a bowl even if it's one of the lower tier bowls it is all about tv money and we are talking about a loss of millions of dollars and if you say if the ncaa comes down and says boom you've got a multi-year bowl ban where you are not eligible for a bowl regardless of your of your record players will not be incentivized to play at that program and it will neuter that program it's happened in the past and it will happen again. It, it just, it, as much of an authoritarian organization as the NCAA is, as it relates to football, and, and as much as I disagree with some of the things that they do and the way that they run their organ, you know, run the way, you know, the way that they run things, there, it, it, until they come up with an, with an alter, alternative, where somebody comes in and gathers enough momentum and enough support to come in and bring sweeping changes to the to the collegiate sports landscape. A university may find out a workaround and they may get away with it for a season or two. And they may invite players to come in and say, hey, look, man, we've got a program that turned out this guy. We've got a program that turned out this guy. And, 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 and we've got a program that continuously pumps out draft picks. We may not be in Alabama. We may not be in Georgia. We may not be a Michigan or even an Ohio State as far as like NFL, you know, quality. But 
we're still getting guys into the NFL. Come play for us to increase your odds of playing pro. And then, you know, it's, I mean, they're going to bring these players in and then the NCAA is going to figure out a way to get back at this university. You know, now I, and now to be fair, I'm speaking worst case, you know, worst, worst case scenario terms where the NCAA looks at that and they take a personal, they, they, they take it personally. Okay. I'm not saying that that won't happen. Most likely it will happen, but on the off chance that it doesn't happen. Hey, great. Whatever. They figured it out. And the NCAA took a very unique and unheard of approach to somebody figuring out a loophole to the law and saying, you know what? We're going to let you have that one. Okay. We're just going to go change the rule book, but Hey, you know, that one's free. That's not going to happen. The NCAA will come down like a sack of rocks to make an example out of that university. There have been football programs for division one schools that have yet to recover from penalties that were handed out a decade or two decades ago. And there was a period of time when Texas A&M was deemed bowl ineligible by the NCAA for infractions, uh, recruiting infractions. And they're just barely, barely starting to get back, you know, to where they're starting to recruit these D1 commits from high school. They just need to get, <laughs> they just need to figure out what the hell is going on with their football program. Cause I mean, their football program this year had all these high hopes and aspirations and then they go out and they play. Well, I mean, they play as flat as the woman who got a job working at Hooters, but then ended up becoming a dishwasher because she couldn't fill out the tank top. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I just know how a lot of people go away and get by, bypass a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And that's everyday normal human beings like you and I, but we are talking about multi-million dollar institutions going to battle against the NCAA, which is the governing body that controls their athletic uh, endeavors. Well, and, and it's not like they're going to come down on the entire university and say sports wide, you guys are banned from postseason. Yeah. Okay. They're not going to do that. They're going to punish that program and dimes or dollars to donuts. The money maker for 98% of the universities in this country generate a majority of their revenue off of football every year. Yeah, that's that's a definite. That's even in high schools in Texas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're the, the, in high school Texas Texas high school football. We're filling out stadiums more than most NFL teams. Yeah. And that's on a and that's on an average Friday night. Yeah. But so. anyways, that is it for 88. We're we're almost 200 you know that one kind of went off the rails a little bit but i think we recovered rather nicely <laughs> i didn't really go over uh now to be it fair drop the rails I, I did get a little because it was actually with my political rant but you know it, it i mean some things are just just are worth you know worth saying yeah and that one you know to me that one i i'd been biting my tongue on that one and biting my tongue on that one because that story's a couple of weeks old yeah. And, and I just chose to ignore it because I didn't want to give it the credence that the, you know, the mainstream media was giving it because we're the furthest thing from being a mainstream outlet. I mean, we are You'd very be surprised. We are very alt. 
man, I'm, I'm telling you, we're, yeah. we're very, we're we, we, as, as it relates to mainstream, I'm talking about the major networks. I'm talking about ESPN. I'm talking about Barstool Sports. I'm talking about all those, right? Yeah. I love Dave Portnoy. Love the guy to death. But, you know, we're not Barstool, okay? We we are like the, uh, you know, we're like the 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 emo suicide girl of sports shows, okay? I keep on, I keep on telling everybody it's kind of like Wayne's World. You know, actually in the movie, <laughs> where we're... we're where the old did you ever see that episode did you ever see that episode of scanners where the guy's head exploded yeah <laughs> see the movie it was a movie it's a movie yeah it's a movie yeah you're right you're right yeah anyways everybody episode 88 next week chris should be back so we'll yes. have our so please pour in the comments on our facebook and instagram page and our youtube page uh, yeah. welcome chris back I mean, I, I want to see. I want to see pictures sent to our Facebook, page, our Facebook Messenger, with homemade banners saying "Welcome back, Chris." I, I mean, I mean, the guy's a big fluffy teddy bear. He, he's yeah. he's been lost in the snowy tundra of Montana for the last couple of weeks, and uh, I hope he comes back. How horrible the weather's going to be, <laughs> right? I mean, good God! I mean, when he lands at DFW, I mean, it's going to be like. It's like he yeah, never left Montana. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Except, Except snow. We won't you know, have snow over mountains. So, Right. I mean, the scenery won't be there. And, yeah, and really well, cool. Okay, so it'll be exactly like Montana, except for no no mountains, no snowy, beautiful snowy landscapes, and uh, exponentially more shitty drivers on the road. Yes, this is true. <laughs> He's he's been driving the back country, so he doesn't have to worry about fucking people driving around, right? I mean, he have you checked out his videos on his uh, yeah, TikTok? I have, yeah, dude. I have. That is some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scenery. I mean, I don't want to go to Montana just because I don't want to be pegged as one of those city people that go up there and vacation. But I mean, I'll go up there to visit as long as I'm hanging out with him. I don't yeah, care. You know? he, he showed he showed me uh, the area that he grew up in, uh, just a topical graph and everything. Dude, man, it reminds me of uh, Fritch, Texas. Uh, well, we I need to, to do up there all we, the need, time. we need to pressure him to taking us on an elk hunt up there. I, you know what? I think I talked to him about that. Us doing that, but anyways, I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And you have been listening, watching, orgasming to Nerd Sports, episode 88. You are welcome. I thought I had it. This thing is really low. You got to hold it up to the microphone, bud. I'm just saying. And a happy new year. Christmas, you filthy animals. No, it's not that. It's the... Uh... No, it's all the way up. It's... It's hold the, the phone to the microphone. That's all I'm telling you. No, all I have to do is Bluetooth it to my soundboard. Okay, then do it. I did. Do it again. I. I did. I heard you, like two words of it. You can Bluetooth like okay. You can Bluetooth it, but I turned up the volume all the way on my phone. It's the the. I'll have to hold on. Now, to be I fair, to I'm not going to watch one. a lot of games on Saturday, and here's why. 
There we go. Smooching with my brother. That's a dirty white. Bony Bob, Cliff. I could go on forever, baby. You got me all wrong. All right. I believe you. But my Tommy gun don't. Johnny, you're the only duck in my pond. Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. Baby, I'm over the moon for you. You gotta do better than that. If my love was an ocean, Lindy'd have to take two airplanes to get across it. This is so horrible. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. That's why I'm going to let you go. I'm going to give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lying, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door. One, two, three. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. (laughs) And a happy new year. Okay, I found a better video. And you know what, though? It is not officially Christmas Eve until we watch Hans Gruber plummet from the Nakatomi Plaza. And now it's going to be Violent Night. Uh, yeah, Violent Night. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, can't, I'll check I, it out I still haven't but watched that movie. I'm, I think I'm going to do that Friday. You've been listening again to New York Sports number 88. That's David Dickerman on the other side of the screen, and I'm Johnny Skelton. yippee ki motherfuckers. And welcome to the party, pal.